With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is August 30th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, Lead off segment for this episode is entitled, Your Vote is Your Vote. And, you know, it is that title basically it it reads it means what it reads nobody should make you feel bad if you don't like the two people running for president this year and i don't and i'm considering not voting and and you know people have said well you know there was people black people in the past that fought and died for your right to vote and i get that i totally respect that and i honor in my mind what they have done but these two people to me are not worthy of my vote we know what trump is and joe biden has done a complete 360 from what he used to be in the past in the 70s he aligned himself with segregationists Okay, and he was a major component of the 1994 crime bill, which put away a lot of uh, black men in this country. You know, some deservingly, some not. And I believe that bill is why police act the way that they act today. Um, I believe that bill factored into that. Um, so I haven't made up my mind. Um, I'm, I, I'm definitely not going to vote for Trump and I'm kind of leaning to not voting versus voting for Joe Biden. Um, I just think we need more choices. I need more than two choices. I mean, I need at least four choices, you know, and, and, you know, it doesn't have to be a party that represents black people. Um, I would like to see that one day where we have our own political party. Um, But it it doesn't have to be black. I would just like to see somebody represent the people like an actual person that works 40 hours a week. A person that actually has to live check to check. A, A person that has, you know, missed a meal. A person that has had to sacrifice for the betterment of their kids i mean i I would like to have a person like that represent me i would like to have a person that doesn't own you know a hundred (laughs) suits you know because i you know most of these politicians in washington they don't identify with the common man you know they're making 
hundreds of thousands, not if not millions a year. So, you know, I just I just put everything in perspective and just the common people, everyday people, they try to defend Biden. They try to defend Trump. I mean, deep down, they don't care. Do you really think do you really think Trump deep down cares about the everyday struggle of the common man? I don't. I don't think the Democrats or Joe Biden or Barack Obama do either. I mean, I voted for Obama twice, not because he was black, um, because he was the lesser of of two evils. And I'm not calling Obama evil. He was just the lesser evil because, you know, is this country better because Barack Obama was president? No, I think it's largely the same is when Bush was the second Bush was president. I think it's largely the same. So I don't know, man. The whole politic game is is just out of whack for me. You know, I would just like I said, I would like to get a man or a woman in there that can identify with the everyday struggle of the common person in this country. But, you know, that to me is just wishful thinking. It's never going to happen. All right. So. Let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, Next segment is entitled, uh, was playoff expansion in the NFL the right move? Now, for in my opinion, the the NFL of all the major uh, sports leagues in this country had the perfect model. Okay, playoffs as far as the playoffs and everything. And they just keep tinkering with the game. And I understand that adding a couple of more playoff games is going to be like billions of dollars. I understand that. But to me, you're watering down your product. So, I mean, you're you're telling me that potentially a 6-10 and 10 team could get into the playoffs. That's basically what you're saying. 7-9, and 6-10. I mean, you don't really have to have a winning record now to get into the playoffs. Every year you're going to have a 7-9, 8-18 in the playoffs. Do you really think those type of teams deserve to be there? So, um, I don't like the, and this is just something different than what the topic was. I don't like the field goal thing that they did. I don't like the overtime format. I think college football has the best overtime format. Um between college and NFL, I think the um, the the um, co- I think college football has the better overtime format. Um, so I, I just wish that the the um, the uh, rules committee or whatever it's called for the NFL would just use logic, man. You know, so now instead of twelve teams, you've got fourteen teams. And the two seed doesn't get that bye week anymore. Only the one seed gets the bye week, which which I I can I can understand that. Okay, fine. But you still watering down your product. Um, And I even if my team, the San Francisco 49ers, is that seventh team, I would still say the same thing. I mean, I could eventually see them going to 16 teams where half the league gets into the playoffs. I can see that they're they're going to test it on this. OK, if we can get 
billions of dollars off of this playoff expansion we'll wait another five or ten years and then we'll eventually go to 16 i think they'll stop at 16 they're not gonna let more than half the league get into the playoffs so um let me know what you think about that segment man uh florida state stuff first segment why do walk-ons turn down full scholarships to come to florida state now 20 years ago okay even six seven years ago okay but now you're turning down a full ride to come to florida state i don't know i wouldn't do it and this is my favorite team now this is my favorite college football team but if i was a a young uh you know high school football player and you know i had an offer from say Tulane or Connecticut or Boise State I would go to Boise State or one of those other schools I could potentially go out there and be a star um, where Florida State is a Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline is a is a rebuild and you know you have to deal with the politics of dealing with four stars and five stars even with florida state being a rebuild if you're if you're a two star or three star and they give you a chance to walk on with maybe a promise of a scholarship at a later time I, i wouldn't go i just you know, they've had three coaches in, what, the last four years. Okay, they're not getting the top guys. They haven't gotten top guys since, what, 2017. And it's a rebuild. Let's just face it. Now, Norvell might go in there and, you know, turn the whole thing upside down and put Florida State right back, right back where it used to be, but He won't do it in year one, maybe year two, you know. Um, But that's just my opinion. You can call me, you can uh, say I'm not a Florida State fan. I'm just telling you if I was a high school recruit, I don't see, you know, for for me as a a walk, I mean, for me as a two or three star player to come to Florida State, it would have to have been the Florida State that was winning national championships. And I say, if I go in there and work my butt off, I can potentially be a part of that machine. You walk on, you walk on the Clemson, you walk on the Alabama, you walk on to Ohio State, LSU. You know, you don't right now, just right now. I'm not saying historically, but right now you don't walk on to Florida State. You go to somewhere where you're going to have most of your expenses paid. So. Let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, next segment is entitled, It Hurts to Watch Florida State Teams from the Past. 
and I, I touched on this, uh, I, I don't know if it was yesterday's episode or the day before, uh, I was just um, on the internet and, you know, stuff just pops up on YouTube and, you know, Florida State, a couple of different Florida State games came on and I was just, you know, watching it and it just, I was watching LaMarcus Joyner and, you know, just, just the Telvin Smith and, and this wasn't that long ago. This was like six years ago. You know, this is fairly recent and just, just the passion that they played with, the passion in the locker room before games, you know, leadership. And we haven't had that in a long time. Um, six years to be precise. Um, you know, who's going to be that guy? Will it be Emmett Rice? Will it be Marvin Wilson? Will it be Tamori and Terry? I mean, who's going to stand up in that locker room and, and fire those guys up and get them to go out there and play with, you know, a controlled rage and, and just go out there and be the, the Florida State that we all want back? Um. So, yeah, it, it, I can't even... You know, just six years ago, we was one of the best programs in the country, and it just it just fell apart. I, I won't even say six years ago, five years ago, we went ten and three, and then 2016 is when the bottom fell out. So just five years ago. So, but I I just think your boy Jimbo just quit on us when they wouldn't build that football facility for him. I think he did. I just think he was like, yo, I'm out of here. Whatever. Um, so that that has to be built. If you're going to if you're going to play big boy college football, you have to build that facility facility to to compete with the likes of a Alabama, a Auburn, a Clemson, a LSU, a Florida. Miami's even building their facility. So, um we got to do better, man. Um So I just hope that uh one day we can get back to where we used to be. All right. Um final segment for this episode is entitled Will Social Will Social Unrest Affect the Florida State Football Season? And you know, the, the the Florida State fan in me says, I hope not. But the actual everyday person, I mean, I hope social unrest in terms of it making society better. I hope it affects everybody. I hope that, you know, the, the protesting by these pro leagues filters down to, to the college football ranks and college sports ranks. And they start protesting. And, you know, people love sports in this country uh, tremendously. And maybe that can be something that motivates the government to pass legislation to where these police can't just execute black people on the street. Because, I mean, a guy is walking to his car unarmed. He gets shot seven times, shot at eight times. A kid in the same city is walking down the street with a semi-automatic weapon and the police doesn't do anything 
that's just i mean the the example of how the 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 laws are just imbalanced unbalanced in this country i mean that's just a perfect scenario so you know i just wonder what they going what they going to do to this kid it's just crazy now they trying to say facebook had a a group on there that may have motivated him to do it. bull crap that kid wanted to do that i mean it's stuff i see on facebook all the time but i'm not gonna go out in public and do it it's not gonna motivate me to the point to go out and do something crazy so quit making excuses this kid is crazy and every time every time a black person gets executed they always try to say oh it was a knife in the car he was on drugs he had bad credit. They try to come up with every excuse in the world to justify a man getting an unarmed person getting shot or getting choked out. Or police run up in their house without a run up in the wrong house and kill somebody. So we have to do better, man. So I I you I don't want social unrest to affect Florida State football season, but like I said, the the non Florida State fan in me, the everyday person, hope it does, and maybe we can get some change done in this country. So, um, we'll see what happens. Um, that's gonna conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Um. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Um, Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go Knowles.